Hello. Hello. And welcome to a new episode of Tacos and Tequila. I'm Peyton. I'm Sydney. And we decided to keep going with the spooky theme. This is coming at you the Tuesday before Halloween. And so we figured we'd go with a haunted, spooky, creepy theme with a twist, I guess. (laughs) And the twist is that it's historical. (laughs) I was wondering what the twist was. I was like, what what is she thinking the twist is right now? I don't I I mean it's more of a historical story. But a legend. legend, yeah, we'll Folklore. say legend. I mean they're real events that happened, but potentially caused by legends and folklores. <laughs> yes, that all of the above. <laughs> do you have anything fun announcements, anything to say or add before I don't think we really do right now. <laughs> I'm still alive. That's all I got for you guys. Yeah, same. I mean, it's been a struggle lately, but we're getting there, folks. We're holding on by a thread this week, but we're here to tell the story. Yeah. (laughs) Right before I, uh, you got on this call here, Sid, I was like, man, this is episode 30. We probably should have done something fun for this, but I didn't add anything, and I'm very sorry. We got to plan in advance for that. We'll try again next time. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe well, one of the episode 50. Yes, that's us again. Maybe another big milestone. We'll be able to do something fun. But yeah, time well, flies when you're having once fun. Once a week, so I guess 50 is like almost one year. So we might as well wait until episode 52, which is like our one year anniversary. That they all that'll be fun. That'll be fun. Okay, cool. <laughs> and that gives me more time to figure out what what we're gonna do slash plan in my head that we're doing something <laughs> yes agreed 100% <laughs> we'll get there eventually <laughs> well I guess uh we can just dive right into this case and the story today all right Payton give it a whirl when looking into human history we all see and learn things that are ugly and horrible. People persecuted, treated horribly, and ostracized from society for what seems like no reason tends to be an unfortunate theme. One ugly piece of history is the witch trials that took place, in fact, all over the world, and how people seem to be executed for really no reason and no proof at all except for human fear. In the U.S., we had Salem. But today we're going to take a trip back in time to a different place, Sweden, and discuss one of the most famous witches from their trials, the one who ended it all. I will preface this with there are some Swedish names. I think they're not as bad as I expected them to be. (laughs) Yes. I almost didn't do this case and texted me like, I'm going to butcher all these names if I do this case. And yes, we decided to go for it. She was literally like, 
I don't know about this one. It's good, but the names. And, you know, I feel like that's saying something when you avoid a case just because the names are so rough. <laughs> like, I just, I want to do the case justice. And if all anyone's focusing on is me butchering names, I don't think it'll do it justice. This speaks volume. <laughs> <laughs> Well, our main character today is named Malin Matsdotter. She lived in northwest Stockholm, Sweden in the 1600s and was of Finnish descent. She was an older woman, a widow of a man who had actually been executed for sodomy. Malin's exact profession isn't quite known at the time of the events, but at one point in time, on and off, she did act as a midwife, and she was considered quite poor. During the Swedish witch trials, which came to be known as the Great Noise, many people were being accused of being a witch. However, at this time, the biggest point of contention was not actually practicing sorcery, but instead abducting children and bringing them to the witches' Sabbath of Satan in Blockula. If you're like me, the first time I read that, I was kind of like, what the fuck does any of that even mean? Uh, I read it all and Googled it all, so we all know answers. So I'm going to kind of separate it and break it down for us. Blockula was a legendary meadow where it is said that the devil would hold his earthly court during a witch's Sabbath, and references of this place date back to medieval times, so even hundreds of years before the story takes place. The witch's Sabbath only refers to the gathering of witches to perform rituals. So basically, this place is said to be a meadow where witches would gather, perform rituals, and meet with the devil face to face. At the time of the Great Noise, the biggest fear in Sweden was that these witches were abducting children and bringing them here to sacrifice to the devil in order to appease him, essentially. That's what it all means. <laughs> Malin Matsdotter was one of the women who were accused of kidnapping children and bringing them to the witches' Sabbath of Satan and Blockula. And I actually just want everyone to know, I am saying that correctly. It is Blockula. <laughs> Um, and I, li <laughs> I listened to it. There's like an older version of how to say it, but that's how it's said in modern day, I guess. I listened to a Blockula. translator. Yeah. Blockula. <laughs> like if you're thinking of Dracula, word. but like Blockula. <laughs> Blockula. <laughs> so to make matters worse, not only was Malin accused, but she was accused by her own daughters who stated that she had kidnapped their children, Malin's own grandchildren. Malin stood firmly in her innocence and kind of cursed her daughters for their lies in court. However, after her daughters testified in court against her, she was found guilty by a unanimous decision. Her firmness and her innocence and the absence of an apology made the court believe that the devil had an even stronger grip on her. And basically, they looked at her like she was even more guilty at this point. 
Malin and the other woman she was executed with, Anna Simmons' daughter, Hack, were the last two people executed during the Swedish witch trials. In fact, Malin is known to be the last witch executed in Sweden, and it's said to be a very famous one. Anna had humbly asked for forgiveness, and essentially in the court eyes of the law, she had admitted her sins. She was spared from an extremely painful death. After being tortured, she begged for forgiveness, and her form of execution was chosen to be a more clean or less painful way, which was her head being cut clean off. This was seen as a kind act from the courts, this method of execution. Real kind, you know? <laughs> Decapitation is kind, if you guys didn't know. And if anyone's done any research or you've listened to any podcasts or watched anything on the Salem Witch Trials, you you know, like, essentially the only evidence against these people that were executed for sorcery or witchcraft was really the testimony of another person or other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was no real evidence. And some of their proof was like, a witch's mark, that would be a birthmark. And like... <laughs> It's like it's pretty messed up to think back in history and realize that so many people were executed for this reason. So many people. <laughs> and Anna obviously caved in being tortured and asked for the forgiveness. Malin, however, denied the accusations until she was literally executed. The courts even deemed that she be heavily tortured to confess her sins, but she never caved to the torture and she stood her ground and held on to her innocence. Which is like, to me, a big deal. Because even in Salem, the Salem trials in the U.S., there was only a one or two of them that actually didn't ever admit their guilt. <laughs> Most of them, when tortured, caved and said that they they did it. That's true. And I feel like even, like, looking at not necessarily as far back as, like, those witch trials, but even, like, to, in today's day and age, like, when people start to get questioned for some murders or if they were involved in cases, like, they cave under pressure and just admit to it. And, like, that's why there's, like, the Innocence Project and different things like that. I feel oh, like yeah. That, like so it's just well nowadays we know that there's a thing is of like thing called coercion (laughs) yes very true but like the fact that that was happening way back when and like these people are still giving into like the torture and very few are standing their ground yeah well due to her refusal to plead guilty The court ruled Malin would be burned alive. This was extremely rare in Sweden. Most people convicted of witchcraft were either beheaded or hung, and then their bodies were burned burned after they were dead. So there wasn't any burning alive executions. However, due to her refusal to admit guilt, the courts decided to take a heavy punishment on her. It was extremely controversial This was extremely controversial at the time since it had been used so few times in the country overall. It was also against custom to execute 
I can't speak today. It was against custom to execute anyone who had not confessed to their crimes. So that was another big reason they were debating it. In fact, Malin would be the only person executed for witchcraft to ever be burned alive in all of the country of Sweden. Authorities figured they would use this as a much-needed example to the public and any accomplices that Malin had out there. But, like I said, there was a lot of debate back and forth whether this should be done, whether she should be tortured heavily and be unconscious when her body is set afire. Um, the only way that they basically granted this is they decided to secure a bag of gunpowder around her neck and that would make the death go quicker. But they did want her conscious while this execution was being completed. It was held on August 5th, 19... Not 1976, Peyton. Literally in my notes says 1976. I don't know what drugs I'm on, apparently, but... (laughs) I guess it just seems more realistic for all the cases we've done. <laughs> True. <laughs> oh my god. I was about to, I was reading it like it was nothing. <laughs> so Malin's execution was held on August 5th, 1976. It was actually her and Anna executed the same day. Anna's execution was held first and then Malin's would be next. Even at her execution, Authorities tried to give Malin another chance to once once again admit her guilt. They decided if she were to admit her guilt right there, they would behead her first and then burn her, showing her some mercy. Malin, however, stood her ground and proclaimed her innocence. According to witnesses, it seemed like she stood proud and firm. As she was being brought to the execution platform, one of her daughters approached her and they tried to shake hands with her and Malin even refused. Supposedly when they were trying to give her a chance to proclaim her guilt and admit everything she had done and she was refusing, one of her daughters cried from the, one of her daughters cried from the crowd who was surrounding the platform and begged her to admit her guilt in response, Malin gave her daughter into the hands of the devil and confer- and cursed her for all of eternity. She, like, I feel like <laughs> I read that and I was like, you know what? She stood firm. She's like calling out, or even, it's, even though it's her daughter, she's calling her out like, you're wrong. I'm innocent and you're going to be cursed for all of eternity. I felt like that was pretty badass. Yeah, I mean, if I'm getting accused of a witch and they're going to kill me anyway, accused as a witch and they're going to kill me anyway, everybody, y'all are all going to get cursed right now. Big facts. Scare everyone. I'm going to be naming off all kinds of spells I didn't know exist. Hocus (laughs) pocus, you're about to crocus. (laughs) You know, people would actually probably be scared of that, too. They definitely would if it's a witch trial. I mean, they'll be like, whoa, my God. <laughs> I'm just picturing, like, in Hocus Pocus, like, when right before they're going to hang the Sanderson sisters and everyone's just, like, 
they start singing and everyone's just like, ah! <laughs> everyone <laughs> freaked out. <laughs> Cover your ears! Cover your ears! Yeah, I mean, I guess that's true. Everyone would probably freak out and be like, oh my god, she cursed you! <laughs> It's got to be true. It's true. It's got. I mean, and, and especially, it's one thing like if it was happening now, but like in the 1600s, like th- I guess there was a little bit less knowledge to a certain extent of that, or or what specific. I yes. don't know. I know I what know you're. I know I what you're trying that. to say. They were accusing anyone that was odd or like off of being a witch where like now we have different types of religions and different types of things that people are into you know they might follow a different oh you're a lesbian you're a witch you know I have yes I'll say we have friends because we both know this said person who like uses crystals I haven't really gotten that big into it but I I had one at one point in time Mm -hmm. so like you know what I mean so like that would for sure be a freaking witch. You burn sage. You're a witch. <laughs> like, yep. I don't know. I feel, yeah, well, and it, then I'm a witch. <laughs> excessive amount of candles, I feel like. I was literally, like, everything. Like, Well, like, you're a lesbian. You're a witch. <laughs> I don't know. It was a lot of witches out there, y'all. <laughs> I will, like... I'm not sitting here being like, oh, I don't believe any in witchcraft and magic. Like, I don't know. Don't want to get into that topic. But I will just leave this open that, like, in the next few minutes, I'm sure you all will be gathering your views and opinions on whether Malin was innocent or not. (laughs) Yes. So it is said that Malin did not scream while the flames engulfed her. Not... Nor did she seem to be in any sort of pain. So basically to the locals and all the witnesses, this was proof that she was indeed a witch. I'll say is pretty suspicious. Because <laughs> witches I'm, can't feel pain. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm pretty sure if I was being engulfed in flames alive, I'd be screaming. I don't, but- I don't know. She was standing her ground. So you know what? Maybe she was fighting it. Maybe she bit her tongue and was like, nope, we ain't yelling today. Also, like, how how fast would you die with gunpowder? You might die a little bit Yeah, quicker. I don't know how fast it went. Because I'm sure it was, like, a little quicker than just, like, getting caught in flames in, like, a burning building or something like that. That's kind of what, yeah, I guess it might have I don't or... know. Nothing I, nothing I saw said how long it took for her to die. It's true. But maybe she was having, like, I don't know. I, I, I talk about this, like, I see it in the movies, and it must be true, but I don't know if it's actually true. But, like, that's my point of reference for, like, everything. Over <laughs> law and order. In the, in the movies, when, like, someone dies, it's almost like they always, like, go and have a flashback and, like, aren't in their body when it's taking place. So it's almost like you don't feel the pain that you're going through because your head, like, your mind is elsewhere. But I'm sure, like, you would feel something, but maybe it would just be, like, that initial, like, burning sensation and then, like, boom, you're somewhere else. Like, just thinking maybe. about. I haven't I died, know. so I don't know. Me neither. Um, that's not. <laughs> I don't see that coming, so. Okay, well, anyways. <laughs> 
Knocking on wood. (laughs) So Malin's execution was the last of what was known as the Great Noise, as I previously mentioned. After this, a couple judges began questioning the validity the validity of some of the child accusers and witnesses. It is said that Malin's ex- execution left the courts feeling a really extremely uncomfortable. So whether it was her reaction or her standing firm in her innocence, we really are unsure of like what the reason is today. But whatever had happened and that they witnessed, they felt very uncomfortable un- and uneasy about what had taken place. So there were court proceedings held to thoroughly interrogate the witnesses. But unfortunately, this actually did not take place until after all the executions had been done. So on September 11th, 1676, just over a month after Malin's execution, one of the witnesses broke down in court and recounted their story, and this is a witness who had accused another person who had been executed prior to Malin. Others slowly began to follow suit. After it was found out that the witnesses had committed perjury, any other witches being held were released. Instead, three witnesses were executed for their perjury, and others were whipped. One of the purgers who were executed at the end of 1676, just want to, on a side note, in my notes, it does say 1976 again, um, was one of Mal and Matt's daughter's daughters. So, like, when I had said, oh, you guys will have, you know, your own point of view, I'll add this in my eyes. I don't know, like, obviously it doesn't show whether she was a true witch or not. But it does show that she was innocent of the crimes that she was charged against since her own daughter, who testified against her and accused her, was in turn executed for perjury. Oof. Yeah. (laughs) When I actually came across this case, I thought it was pretty messed up that her daughters were the ones that had accused her in the first place. But then to see that one of them was in turn later on executed for lying, I thought that was a major deal. (laughs) Because in the Salem trials, I don't think that ever happened. Even if people had come out later on and they they lied, no one was ever executed for perjury. You know what I mean? Yeah. But here they were like, oh, no, you lied. You you die. (laughs) Karma. Lie, you die. (laughs) Karma comes quick. So, by 1677, all the priests in Sweden were ordered to tell their congregates that the witches had all been expelled from their country forever in hopes that no other witch trials would be held again. This is officially the end of the Great Noise or Great Swedish Witch Hunt. And after this, there were only a handful of people accused of sorcery in the country, but very few executed. In fact, the last execution in the entire country of Sweden for witchcraft took place in 1704. Her name was Anna Eriksdotter, and she was decapitated. 
Do you have anything to add? I got a couple like fun facts. But... I have a couple facts too. Okay, so, uh... hit me with them. Okay, we can see if we got some similar ones. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, okay, let me go back. Okay, so one, another name that she went by was Rumpar Malin, which is what she would have been called in like one thing that it was referenced heavily on the internet. And Rumpar, which I'm probably not saying correctly, is a word that has like an unknown meaning. So it's kind of like a slang. Um, So for instance, like my grandma lived in Germany and was from Germany and she would always say like Kukuma, Kukuma and we would be like what does Kukuma mean and she's like it's slang like it doesn't really mean anything like it's just kind of like come here like but it, if you look it up in like the German dictionary it doesn't mean anything so Rumpar, I did see that she was known as that but I couldn't find anything about it so exactly because it's like <laughs> slang so they were saying that rumpar so rumpox is the closest word which there's a word close to like hukuma when my grandma would say hukuma all the fucking time um but <laughs> rumpox is a close word and it's used for like stupid people is the translation so rumpar malin is basically like the stupid person malin wow yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's I okay. definitely saw in a lot of sources they reference, like, also known as this. I had to dig really deep for that. I was really caught up on it, though, because I read somewhere that it was slang, and it, I immediately thought of my Oma and was like, she always used to say words, and then I'd be like, what does this mean? And she'd be <laughs> like, it doesn't mean anything. Like, it's just nonsense. Like, if you were to go there, like, you have to be from that specific area. Like, how, you know, we say certain things, like, in... Wisconsin exactly like something like that but like it's a regional thing like if you were to go somewhere else in the country they wouldn't know what the fuck you were talking about huh so yeah well I'm glad you dug deep into that I dug deep into the blockula thing (laughs) blockula um another thing so you had mentioned briefly that her husband was executed for sodomy um he was executed for having intercourse with a cow to be exact oh and my had, god i couldn't find this anywhere and also had been reported by the 13 year old daughter after her and her sister had tried to run away so they basically told on him <laughs> oh my god so these kids first of all are, are awful yes second of all was i'm now curious if the father was also innocent <laughs> Might have been. That's kind of what I was thinking, too. I was like, I feel like that's, like, a little bit... I mean, being a witch is definitely a very serious accusation, I guess, back in the 1600s. But having intercourse with a cow is a very serious accusation. But it seems like (laughs) these kids just be, like, telling on the parents all the time. So I'm not really sure. Yeah. Nowadays, I just think of... um, I'm sure you, Sydney, have never seen Practical Magic, have you? I've definitely seen Practical Magic. Okay, so all I'm thinking of is when you said, you know, the accusation back then of be- being a witch is that the kids and they're chanting, witch, witch, yes. you're a witch, witch, yes. witch, you're a witch. And nowadays I feel like that's not an insult. Like, people would just be like, okay, who cares? Like, whatever. <laughs> it's true. Because it's not, I mean, it's not 
like as serious like if you were to call someone like a murderer nowadays it might be a little bit more serious but like just to be chanting you're a witch like <laughs> just keep I don't think know. that's like one of the least things to be concerned about in society nowadays <laughs> literally people will just be like okay cool <laughs> okay do you have any other fun facts that I missed I have one more so okay. you had mentioned that um Malin was like a little was known about her profession I know there was mention of like her being like a housewife or a homemaker um an- a midwife thing, a midwife okay she was often described as being poor but it, it's also said that she owned her own home so I found that that is like just being interesting because like the changes from today's day and age to then in the 1600s um she's described as being poor but she owned her own home whereas nowadays I feel like oftentimes you hear about people being poor or not having a whole lot of money and they usually don't own their own home yeah I think that's a very good point I guess just how time changes it just like it was something that stuck out it just kept repeating itself like she owned her own home and I was like why does this matter but I don't know I agree they were getting I don't know if that's the reason they were getting it but fun fact interesting okay well thanks of course I do so I still have my two fun facts actually we did not cross over in uh facts I'm happy to hear that I'm really happy to hear that so um, I did want to include, like, so this is just kind of one of them. A lot of sources do kind of contradict each other. One, I think we talked about old stories. This is definitely one of those older stories. But it is confirmed that Malin was the only person in the entire country executed for witchcraft by being burned alive. I think, like, in some sources I had read, like, it was rare but, like, they never said that she was the only one. Other sources said she was the only one. I have confirmed she is the only one in the entire country of Sweden to ever be executed by being burned alive for witchcraft. That's wild. Yeah, so I definitely think that's, like, a big freaking deal. And another reason I think it's a big deal this is my other fun fact. So I mentioned the great noise. So that's the witch. The witch hunt in Sweden, that's what it was known as. Like, that's the translation. I will not be saying the normal name in Swedish because I cannot. Um, (laughs) But it lasted about eight years. And there were actually roughly 280 men and women executed for witchcraft in Sweden during this time frame. Which is, like, a fuck ton. That's crazy. That's a lot of fucking people. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's not, like, a massive amount, but, I mean, I still feel like that's 35 people a year in the eight years that are killed in your entire country for witchcraft. It's, like, ugh. By, like, hearsay? He said, she said? Uh, yeah. Executions? So, like, nowadays would never be executed. No, so. like, that's, like, something that doesn't even stand up in a trial today. So that's why I, like, kind of... My intro was more, like, focusing on the ugly, horrible history aspect. (laughs) Because I think that's, like, what is important to remember. Like, yeah, spooky season, I wanted to tell the story of, like, a witch or, you know, someone who was persecuted for being a witch. But 
I think there's also a very sad component to that. To Absolutely. Keep um, so my takeaways from this are my uh, pointers. If someone is a witch nowadays, don't be yelling, witch, witch, you're a witch. Or, like, stone them to death or burn them alive. Like, it's the 21st century, folks. It sounds like I feel like if you attempted any of those things, you'd probably be the one that got in trouble. Correct. <laughs> so, like, and those he, are all crimes. Yes. Like harassment, murder, attempted murder. Just keep that in mind. Be open-minded, fam. Fam. That's what fam. I was going to say. Fam be, open, fam, be open-minded. You don't want to get accused of stoning someone. For real. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my uh, takeaways. I think that's a valid Wanted point. On a late note. It's <laughs> a very valid point. And on an extra side note, if any of you who are listening have seen Practical Magic, I want you to comment on our Instagram post, please. It's one of my all-time favorite movies, and very few people ever actually know what it is. Yes, you definitely. I know that there's some of y'all that have heard it watched it for real there's like one every once in a while I like see someone like share something on Facebook but it's usually like the same people at this point now that I (laughs) I know also like (laughs) the same three people that I know have seen the movie I haven't watched that in a long time yeah I tried to show my boyfriend and he was just kind of like okay I was like, uh, you literally just watched the greatest movie ever. I don't know what's going on, but okay. <laughs> it's just like, why did I watch this? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think he's interested in most movies I put on, to be honest, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> anyways. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> men suck, so no other rhyme or reason <laughs> to that. Well, do you have a Joker effect for us today? I have both. What do you want to hear? Yes. Okay, let's do a fact. Okay, so this... <laughs> I saw this and I was like, this is just too good to not share with someone else on the internet, okay? This is just... Alright, so celery I'm is... i ni- now. Celery Sorry. is 95% water and 100% not tacos. Stop. Is this the fact you just told me? <laughs> yes. That's literally what came up, and I was like, I mean, it's true. This is true. Oh, my God. I have tears in my eyes right now. I never said it was going to be a good fact. Okay, we're running low on facts, guys. But that one popped out at me, and I was like, that's a good one. That's true. Okay, I'm going to add my, if you've ever seen Practical Magic comment on our Instagram or Facebook. If you did not know that fact of Sydney just taught you something new please comment i like i'm dead serious get it dead <laughs> okay dead. okay well um, hit me with your uh hit me with your uh joke what did the taco tears out of my eyes <laughs> Jesus, what did the taco say to the guacamole? What? Avocado crush on you. (laughs) 
Oh my god. <laughs> they just keep getting better. Just better and better. I'm just I'm here for the booze. <laughs> I don't know. I had to think of something else punny. We tend to be pretty punny sometimes. Punny punny. Punny <laughs> punny. Do we I'm have any other fun things to say or add? <laughs> I don't think so. Not that I know of. Well, this comes out the Tuesday before Halloween, so you know, everyone have a safe and fun Halloween and Halloween weekend. Devil's night or all Hallows Eve. Be safe. Make Go teeth. If you are a Bailey Sarian fan, I like I like how she says that all the time. <laughs> Go toilet paper your neighbor's house. Highly recommend. Well, other people like myself will be spending Saturday watching the Michigan Michigan State football game and then going to drink. <laughs> well, I probably won't be doing that. At least the first part. Probably the drinking <laughs> part, but Well, oh, um, I think that's all we've got. So we kept a shorter episode again for you guys. Um once we're out of this spooky season, I know, Sid, your next one's going to be a spooky one, too. But my next one is going to be <laughs> a longer, bigger one. So I guess I just wanted to give you guys some shorter ones <laughs> as a little bit of a break. <laughs> True. Our schedules have both been really crazy, too. So the shorter ones are nice here and there. Oh, yeah. But we'll make it up to you soon, I promise. Yes, it'll even out. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I guess thanks for joining us. And um, I should probably tell you where to find us first. Uh, you can find us. Our website is tacosandtequiliapodcast.com. On Instagram, it's just tacosandtequilia. Facebook is also podcast. <laughs> no one gets confusing. <laughs> it does. It's all the same thing, though. You just type tacos and tequila, it'll pop up somehow. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> and then also be sure to like and subscribe and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. And if on Apple Podcasts you could give us five stars in a review, it would be greatly appreciated. Any of that helps us get noticed. So any feedback on there is really great for us. Yes, please. And thank you. We appreciate you. I think uh, once Sydney and I, our regular lives aren't as hectic, we'll be planning some more fun stuff and like promos and things like that. So just keep that in mind. You can also find all the merch. We are still work in progress on that, but bear with us. You can still check it out, though. And we have links on social media and our website. Yes. Did I, did I forget anything? I don't think so. I think that's all we okay. got to offer. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, I guess thanks for giving us a listen. And like I said, have a hate. Have a hateful <laughs> Halloween. I was going to say have a fun and safe Halloween. And... um. Be spooky, and we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.